Do you know, I can't for the life of me think why we haven't interviewed this person before. He's like the patron saint of Folk on Foot, our guest today. John Jones of Oyster Band has a habit of walking to all of his gigs. And he takes a bunch of people with him called the Reluctant Ramblers, who are his band. And then some of his fans come too. So why on earth haven't we been on one of these walks before? Oyster Band are one of the legendary names of British folk and British folk rock. They've been around for years since the 1980s and they've gone through a number of different incarnations but at their heart has always been a passion for British traditional music and arranging it in new and different ways and performing it with energy and passion on stage. And John is the front man of all of that and we're going to walk from here to the Wickham Festival where he and the Reluctant Ramblers are going to play a set this evening. And we're just going to go around the corner now to the pub and rendezvous with the other walkers and set off on what is an absolutely glorious day for walking. Be back marker because some of these lanes they look like quiet but people do speed along them be very very careful our first aid skills are minimal as you probably know by now <laughs> <laughs> okay let's walk to the next car park Here we go. good morning john lovely to see you Thank you very much. Thanks nice for inviting us. <laughs> Tell us, where are we and where are we going? Good question. I think we should be over there. Didn't Hang on a minute. Already? Yeah. This way? We're off to Old Winchester Hill, up onto the South Downs Way. Just experience some amazing chalk downland scenery. You know, wonderful. Which is so like close to lots of population centres, but up there it's nice and empty. Then we're going to walk down, basically down the Mion Valley, and um, yeah, hopefully find a festival down there. Will there be any singing along the way? There will, yeah. Oh, brilliant. There's a hell of a lot of people behind us here. Who are these people? Good question. <laughs> uh, I guess some of them we've picked up over the years. I mean, we, when you think about it, it started with just about eight of us, a bunch of musicians that I managed to persuade to uh, join me, really. Where was that? I started off on the Welsh border, which is where I live, sort of hay and wire and round. Kington and I just had this crazy idea of somehow getting rid of the tension of just sitting and then that thing of performing at the end of it you know you hide yourselves away you get tense traveling on a motorway I'm an avid walker but I just didn't know whether you could put the two together you know so that first walk were you walking to a gig I was walking to Witchwood Festival right and I decided to play in villages and anywhere that had havers. And wherever there was a village hall or a church, I played once by a canal side, and I've got the Oyster Band sound guy who'd just come in and set up a PA. It must have been fantastic for the people along the way that you suddenly arrived and 
play the set. It was. It, well, I, I hope it was. I mean, it was, it was great for us because... It was a crazy idea. I didn't know whether I could do it, to be honest, Matthew. You know what I mean? Physically? Be, physically, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it's, it, when I've done a long walk and I've walked all day, the first thing I want to do is have a couple of drinks and then go to sleep. Yeah, I know. But you have to get up on stage yeah, yeah. and give your all. Yeah. That's do you find that tough? It is tough. I mean, I, I know now that I can do it. What's even tougher is, uh, is not having that moment to yourself. To get you, ready? Yeah. You know, that little sacred space in the dressing room where you hide away and become someone else type of thing. You don't on this. I mean, I've been on the stage, mucky. Sweaty. Sweaty. <laughs> just having had me meal, and off we go. And I quite like it, because it rids you of that, what is it, that like that artifice, that... Um, the putting the barrier between yeah, you and the audience. Yeah, that, that image thing. But you've grown and grown. I mean, the, the walks have grown in length, and the numbers of people going have grown over time, haven't they? What's the largest number of people you've had on a walk? 96. Where was that? It was actually in Buxton. Hang on, we better pull into this the car. Festival, and uh, yeah, it was crazy. The next year that I did it, I said, if you're going to do that again, you need police health and, and people with high-vis jackets and yes. stewards, <laughs> which sort of takes it away a little bit, you yeah. know. So do you just put up the, the walk up on your Facebook page, and then whoever wants yeah. to come, comes? Yeah. And there's now, they call themselves the Reluctant Ramblers, there's a Facebook page for people to join me all over the, the country. And they keep in touch, they do walks themselves. And so there's 250 of them, or 300, whatever it is. And I hope they don't turn up all at the same time. You know? <laughs> so you must see some familiar faces. Sometimes. There's some here, yeah. yeah. What it tends to be is like regional, so there's a Southern English contingent, if you like. And then we go down the West Country and other people turn up and then there's definitely a northern contingent <laughs> it's quite striking that we're passing field of corn yes golden ripening corn yeah just off to our left and then the hills go up with rows of trees it is a quintessentially english country scene isn't it almost like a painting oh, we're just past high summer Everything is ripening now. I mean, I, there's some of the, the fields that have already been cut. I mean, the River Meon is quite famous for trout fishing. I believe Upper East Meon is where the book The Complete Angler. Oh, yes, Isaac yes. Walton. Isaac Walton lived here, I think, or was writing about here. And uh, we're just coming out of the Meon Valley up towards Old Winchester Hill, walking east up onto the, uh, the South Downs Way. And you get this sort of picture of this ribbon of chalk hills running parallel to the sea, which you sometimes can actually glimpse. And these valleys that cut through it. And they're absolutely wonderful. I bet there's a spectacular view from Old Winchester Hill up there. There is. There is. And I'm looking forward to that. What's lovely in a walk is when you get to a vantage point, when everybody feels some sense of achievement. You know, they, they, you say, oh, OK, take a break. Have a look round, you know. And you're going to sing up here for us. Have you chosen a song? I have, yeah. I'm hoping that actually there will be some instruments at the top of here. <laughs> the first one is called Walking Through Eithenside. And it's really the first song that I wrote about walking. And uh, this was in the Welsh border. There's a, a small river called the Eithorn that runs into the River Wye. And a bit like 
today, but sort of later on in the day, I was just walking on this ridge, high ridge above, and the river was, uh, it just was different colours. It was absolutely amazing. The sun, as the sun was going down, was just sort of playing tricks on it. It just felt great. Try and recreate that at the top of yeah, here. You can tell we're a bit out of breath because we're actually going up the hill now on a track uh, alongside some brambles. And I suspect we're going to come through the brambles onto the onto the hill in a moment. So here we are, top of Old Winchester Hill. Yeah. Well done, everyone. How's it going for you? Lovely, lovely. Yeah, but you've had a rest and a and not. Yeah, we've, we've had a full meal. You were here a bit this, before us. This is our post-brand deal. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's, sorry, what's your name? Megan. Megan. And have you been on one of these walks before? I came in 2013 on the South Downs one, and that was the first time I ever went out walking in a brand new pair of boots, and it was 16 miles, and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> How were your feet? Well, it was my legs, really. I, I seized up completely, but it got me into walking, and I now go walking every week. It was fabulous because we were right on our own doorstep, and we didn't know that this was all here. So it really opened up a lot of opportunities for us in the future to go walking. You got the bug? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> and totally. what about the music side we, of it? Yeah, we love the music. The crack? The crack, the, it's great, <laughs> the music's fun. Um, yeah, just to round it all off with music in the evening is just perfect. It's a wonderful smell of wild thyme here and a bank of wildflowers. John, can you introduce us to the band? Yeah. We've assembled a band here in this yeah. Iron Age fort. <laughs> These are the wonderful Relentless Ramblers. This is Tim Cottrell, Hello, plays Tim. fiddle and bazooki. Al Scott on guitar. Benji Kirkpatrick on guitar and Ron Giddell, singer extraordinaire. This is the first song I ever wrote about walking and it's called uh, Walking Through Ithenside. Walking through Ithenside So the stars fly like birds Pools of water burn like fire Not a cry the sun's heard So you smile and raise your eyes As our breath hung heavy Evaporated to the sky We held our temple steady There is no darkness anymore
waving at the back. <laughs> that was fantastic, Perfect, John. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thank everybody. What a great place to play it. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you often play on the top of hills? Always. <laughs> <laughs> Only when there's a... A, a microphone. A microphone to do it, yeah. yeah. Well, let's get on with the walk. Let's get on with the walk. Let's cry it in. Follow Colin again, down to the pub. Just looking at your T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> is this a John Jones and the Reluctant Ramblers T-shirt? Indeed. Yeah, and what does it say on the back here? Let's this one, I think, is from... Spine of England. Oh, Spine of England number two walk, that was. That right. was um, last year, I think. What's the appeal um, of it for you? There's a camaraderie among the people. There's a bunch of us who've done so many of them and got to know each other socially and everything else. We love the music. We love the outdoors life and the walking, so it, it combines all the things that we really enjoy. I live at the other end of the South Downs Way, in Eastbourne. The Eastbourne end, right. Oyster Band did a gig in one of the local venues, and they said next morning we're starting to walk the South Downs Way. And I thought, well, Bank Holiday Monday, what have I got better to do? Walk the South Downs Way with them. And sort of like Pied Piper. Yeah. They took yeah. you from your home. Yeah, I've been with them ever since. I've, <laughs> I've been to the Lake District, Yorkshire, Peak District, Ridgeway. My family say I don't have interests, I have obsessions. So once I get into something... You're passionate about it. I get passionate. Right. Yeah. We're coming into a bit of woodland now and the tree roots under our feet and trees shading us from the sun we're going through a kind of archway and uh, it's quite a relief actually he's gone out of the sunshine just for a moment isn't it it's fantastic just to get that uh, sort of dappled light they just find that cool amazing constant of contrast when you get out the sun in this sort of natural canopy and a nice mixed woodland as well which is really good so yeah. let's just reflect on some of the walks you've done because there have been some ambitious stretches, haven't there? There was one on the South Downs. Did you actually walk from gig to gig on that one? Yeah, we started in Eastbourne and walked to Winchester and gigged every night, yeah. There were some classic moments. Went out to a pub one night in Glind, just off the Downs, and the Copper family... Sussex traditional family. Famous family of, of yeah, singers, they, yeah. They turned, they turned up and sang. Wow. And you couldn't, honestly, there were people peering in the windows and it was just absolutely rammed. And later on, we played in a like a cricket club village hall and a local Morris team just entertained us really well. And uh, I don't know, I think we finished with a dance that night after a big day's walk. <laughs> I guess it is that unpredictability of it all. And you're prepared to go with the flow. You're not going in there yeah. with a sort of set pattern of what you're going to do. You, you you're, you're improvising. To. You have to. Not ask too much of people. I think if you try and plan it, 
it just too forced and it becomes a tour it becomes the very thing that I was trying to get away from in the first place you know yeah. and what about the musicians that you take with you have they you've used the term reluctant ramblers for the band are they very reluctant no <laughs> not not anymore I don't the, at the beginning did they take a bit of persuading oh yeah they did yeah yeah they were hiding I'm not going to take John's they call. Saw, they saw me at a festival. It's like I saw them dipping down and <laughs> turning away. behind the tent. Away. So, what was it that changed their minds? This is just the sheer joy of the experience, presumably. Yeah, Buff Wally from Chumbawamba came and uh, started to write about it and said, "Hey, it's mad, but it's really, it's really good." So he spread the word. What about uh, tough conditions? I mean, have you been in, in wild weather and up oh, yeah. hills and mountains? I think that's that's part of it. In fact, one of the <laughs> ways I've thought of how do we reduce the numbers in fragile areas when I'm walking? I guess you walk longer <laughs> and in winter. And more uphill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about your own fitness? Are you pretty fit? Yeah, I am. I did uh, back uh, last year. And I had more than a little bit of a scare with cancer five years ago, and uh, it's become even more important. So, yeah. So, did that stop you walking for a bit? Yeah, it did. Yes, it did. And were you bereft? Did you miss it? I realised that I almost couldn't, by force of will, change my circumstances. The doctor's skill and the nursing care, clinical skill, was what was going to do it. I couldn't wish myself out of it and sure enough the surgery worked thank goodness then my fitness helped me get better after that right because you'd been walking yeah. before that's um, when they said this will help now so I start I did recover really quickly after that it could be quite life-changing to have a brush with your own mortality like that though did it change your psychology in any way it did you know it more so now for a while I was just Shell-shocked, I think it just leaves you numb. Actually, there's a lovely moment that I must tell you because June Tabor, folk singer extraordinaire, lives near me and uh, she came round to help me get better. So June was walking me up this lane and if I could get to a gatepost the next time, that was the level I was, you know, rather than So you than were miles. setting small objectives? Yeah. That was a level of achievement, which is quite something when you sort of build back from that, when you're used to walking miles. Routine by talk and ambitions alone Resentment right up and emotions won't grow And we're changing our ways, taking different and love, love will tear us apart again. It's a very, very strange one. I suppose in one sense I became a little bit more fatalistic. You can't help but look back and think, have I done enough, what's this and whatever. I think the walking has become even more important. I think I treat it with more respect now in a strange way. Um, not as gung-ho as I'd become. It can be a drug like anything else, you know. Yeah. I often say it's my drug, my gym and my church. Because this is the closest I get to spirituality. And love, love will tear us apart.
connects you with something bigger than yourself. Yeah, you know, I don't find the need to believe in God and I don't really have a, an organized religion. But uh, pantheism, finding nature, finding spirituality in nature, I could go with that. Yeah, yeah you know. me too. And it's interesting you should mention June because I mean that would have been an incredibly fruitful creative partnership between the band and, and her. And it's coming back, isn't it? You're it about is. to go on tour with her again. Yeah, yes, I'm due to see her when I get back. What provokes that? Because you, you seem to take years between the collaborations, <laughs> but when they come, they're absolutely fantastic and explosive. Well, yeah. I suddenly realised it was eight years since we'd made the last one. You know, I think, what? And just get together with Junie and just say, still want to do it? And yeah, 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 of course. And I thought, well, I was going to leave it 10 years. I'm thinking, why am I leaving it 10 years in the condition that we could be in? <laughs> Get on with it. Her voice, absolutely. <laughs> and her voice is still gorgeous. And I can still sing. So and we listened to some of the old stuff and thought, hmm, yeah, that wasn't bad. It was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> going to a farmyard now. The cows are very frisky here, mooing away, and we're just having to kind of slalom them through the gates into the farmyard. I think the farmer's bringing them in. Oh, they don't sound happy. <laughs> I think the natives are broadly friendly, but let's quickly move on, shall we? <laughs> the cows are their calves. I don't know whether he's trying to separate the calves. There's all those, everyone looks stood there watching. <laughs> Get out of the way! Can <laughs> I get these buggers through? <laughs> this patchwork of fields and colours, I still find really... It's so pleasing, isn't it? Because yeah. we've got the field here that's been cut, and then the one where the field is still standing golden, yeah. and then the clump of trees, and the lower bushes, and then the green beyond. It is like you, you wish, well I certainly wish that I could paint, try to capture it in some way. Get the different yellows and shades of brown and so on. Yes. My work is quite abstract these days, but it, it, it is derived out of being in the landscape, you know, so... Um, and I think a lot of John's songs are, aren't they? Yeah, the, but moving through the land and so on. Yeah, I think so. What, what's your name, Martin Proctor? John and I have been talking about working in the land, haven't we, John, and, yeah. and being on your own in the creative work. What we're actually talking about was loneliness. Yeah. Being on your own, deliberately hiding yourself away, Martin just did in Scotland on your own and thinking is this going to be an aid to my creativity or am I just going to sink into this moroseness <laughs> which a lot of walking people have this innate sense of depression that leaves them makes them walk keep moving all the time did you sit still long enough to do anything or did you walk when you were there I walked a lot I put myself up on my own up in the top end of Shetland which I didn't know for six weeks and I rented a little cottage I really wanted to see whether I could be in that landscape and paint what it felt like to be there rather than what it looked like to be there mm -hmm. so to get your emotions down on the canvas well I think I failed right <laughs> <laughs> but that was my intent right and, and John and I were talking about this in terms of what John would be like because obviously 
what it did do was trigger a whole, a whole set of new work. Would you like isolation, John? I'm not so sure. But that thin dividing line between, uh, in a sense, enforced stillness and quiet to try and find the songs, certainly you can get them from walking. But then again, this pace that we're going at often dictates the rhythm of the words that will come out. So it will be a loping thing, you know. I'm not going to get a, a fast punk number out of today, you know, <laughs> or something that's going to be ragingly pokey-wocky or anything like that. If you keep working when you don't feel like it, eventually it'll come. Yeah, I do that more now. We work yeah. better in the mornings. We used to think that we couldn't do anything yeah. till the evenings, yeah. till we'd had a drink <laughs> in the studio or whatever. That was the idea, yeah. you know, behind music. And now, yeah. walk the dog, first coffee, 10 o'clock, sit down, see what comes. Yeah. Get a book that you particularly like. Yeah, something read, of, reading, um, uh, Just looking for the trigger. Yeah. But you've got to be there. That's the point. Yeah. People say, oh, do you wait for inspiration? And I, I mean, it's almost sort of, I, I don't laugh, but yeah. the fact is, you know, I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah. You've just got to work and, and eventually yeah. something will come through. Because painting and sitting down and writing songs are static things. Oh, yes. And yet you're a restless individual, which is what I am, yes. which is why we're, we're talking. And how do we fit those together, you know? With some difficulty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you find a way, John. I haven't found it yet. <laughs> We're in the middle of a wood, deep into the wood now, on a sort of single track path, and we're just waiting for the rest of the party to catch up, because we don't want to get too strung out, and there's a sort of carpet of leaves on the ground. You might hear us just moving through them. And uh, can't be far now till lunch. You might hear a bit of cheering breaking out, because... Hallelujah, says uh, my companion here, because... We have arrived in Soberton and we have arrived outside the White Lion Inn where I believe there is a sausage and onion baguette with my name on it and possibly a pint of lemonade. That's what I really need after a hard morning's walking. Did you get that? You've got a pint already. That was quick, you were the first out of the trap. Inspiration. <laughs> Out of my way, sir. I need to get to the bar. <laughs> so, John, here we are. We've had a sausage baguette in my case. I don't know what you had. The same. That did you? Excellent. It's yes. an excellent sausage and onion baguette in the white line. But you've gathered around you those musicians who are up on the hill and the new musician. Indeed. Who's that behind you? She's just flown in specially <laughs> from Brighton. This is Lindsay. Lindsay Oliver playing on the, the upright stand bass. On the upright bass, carried it all the way. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to sing for us? It's a little song called I'll Be Your Ferryman. Skimming stones on a diesel river. Hold my breath till it disappears. Reflections widen, circles broken. Lots of things now coming clear. Things you said I still remember. Words hit harder than rocks and stones. You thought you could change me. I thought I could change the world. And now we know. They say I'm lucky to live here. 
Born in a boom in a promised land Times have hit this place so hard Faces lined in empty hands I love this place as much as you I love this place maybe more I hear you do not fear the glory A helping hand on a welcoming shore You should need a guiding hand When you see the trouble is wide You should need a rock to cling to When you're struggling against the tide I'll be your fairy man And I will not ask you why I'll be your fairy man Over to the other side I go with what I feel What I see and where I walk local boy that loves the stories, the old music and the crazy talk. I speak as I find and regret when I'm alone. If you go, remember, I'll be here still skipping stones. You should need a guiding hand when the sea of trouble is wide. You need a rock to cling to when you're struggling against the tide. I'll be your fairy man, and I will not ask you why. I'll be your fairy man. Thank you. You enjoy that, John? I think so. <laughs> Killed it when we got to the first chorus. <laughs> we voyage of discovery up to that point. Where are we going now? Where are you taking us to next? We're going to go down into the Neon Valley, which is where we're close, and then we'll follow the, rail, the old railway line all the way down. And then we're going to attempt to get in to the festival. 
I hope you've got tickets and you can come into the festival rather than hide away in the artist's entrance. I'm going to try and walk with you all to the front of the queue, of the main queue, and go into the festival singing a song, which uh, will never yes. stop moving. I have no idea whether this is going to work. <laughs> the instruments have got to come out from there, find us. We've got to get ourselves to the front without too many people saying, piss off, it's him again. <laughs> Don't let him in. And uh, call yourself a musician or whatever it is. And yeah, we're going to try and get in. And then when we're in, we're going to come with you to the Moose Bar and have a drink all together before we clear off and become important people. <laughs> so that's it. So He's ignoring that comment. Somebody said, are the drinks on you, John? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a whip round. Selective hearing. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. That should be quite a moment entering the festival yeah, in will song. Be, will be. <laughs> John, I wonder if you might just say a, a few words about that song that you sang back at the pub and what inspired it. I suppose I had in mind uh, leaving a place like my home, possibly somewhere in the north, industrial. It seems to me that a lot of folk songs are about the people who leave. And I was one that left a mill town and I, I was trying to write a song from the person that stays. A bit like my brother was. Your brother stayed behind. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, and, uh, and it's you sort went of, off to the bright lights. Yeah, and yeah. in a sense, you sort of creatively and imaginatively, you you make life and you make music by going away, broadening your horizons. And then there's these people back there, a local boy. I go with what I feel, what I see, and where I walk. The local boy that loves the stories. The old music and the crazy talk. I speak as I find and regret when I'm alone, which is exactly like my home area of Yorkshire, outspoken. And that element of bloody-mindedness and determination to stay where you are, I think there's qualities in that. Yeah. So how long will you keep on walking, John? Well, I've got a song I'm going to do at the festival. I will never stop moving. Um, I don't know. It's... Sadly, the one thing that might stop me doing all of this is huge numbers of people. You became a victim of your own success. It is almost there, yeah. And I really don't want to be in a sensitive area of the lakes trying to hide 80 people, trying to walk with me. It's great when they come to the village hall and there's a fantastic spirit. And this is great coming into a festival like this. It's perfect because that is a meeting. We're gathering. You know, in a sense, we're bringing people in to meet everybody. That's perfect. But when you're on a, a national trail or you're out there and you're in a remote area and someone is trying to find a little bit of a peace and quiet and you arrive <laughs> with a tribe, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're well behaved or not. It's just, I'm very conscious of that. Nothing's going to stop me walking within, on, on my own and with my mates if I've got other very big walks planned. Have you got some places you've never been that you really want to yeah, go? Yeah, I've got two mountain ranges quite remote in Spain I want to walk. I would really like to walk in the uh, Carpathian Mountains, you know, Transylvania or something like that. Anywhere that's got village life, still got a chance to see European rural life, 
which you can do in northern Spain in small villages. I love where they still practice agriculture, where they still go up transhumans, they take the cattle up or the sheep up, you know, in the summer and they just stay up with them there and there's these little huts and things, these giant sheepdogs that they have. And uh, it's still a living, breathing place, you know, and not just a playground for the likes of me arriving. I like that. So you've got walking ambitions. Do you have musical ambitions? Yeah. <laughs> another Oyster Band album, another John Jones album. It's interesting because we've been talking about creativity and where that comes from. At a period of time, I think post the cancer, where it was easier to review my life in writing, so in a sense things got a little bit autobiographical, because creative forward-looking ideas, they just weren't there. It was just... Your horizon had come closer, had it? Absolutely, yeah. and for some reason or other, it, the, the smack of it all just seemed to just stultify and stop looking for songs here, there, everywhere. There was an element of positivity that I lost. It's just come, it's come back. It's taken four years, you know? Mm. And so I love being on the stage and I love being out with people like this. So, I mean, the short answer is I'm going to keep both going as long as I bloody well can. <laughs> <laughs> and long may it go on. Thank you. Forever. Thank you. <laughs> So here we come, we're approaching the festival site now, tents on the right, lots of vehicular traffic, people in high-vis jackets. Thank you. I'm not trying to push in, I'm John Jones, I'm performing later tonight. I've been walking across the South Downs Way and um, we just want to sing one song for you, for us, you just to finish the whole day. Is that okay? Fantastic. If a siren lived in every village, I would never stop moving. Follow a voice and a haunting image, I would never stop moving. Through the quiet lanes and the silent fields, I would never stop moving. With the red swan sails as the flood recedes, I would never stop moving. To keep the faith.
enjoyed this episode please subscribe or follow us to make sure you get all our episodes as soon as they're launched and please rate and review us so others can find us if you'd like to make a small monthly donation to help us produce more wonderful episodes you can become a patron by going to folkonfoot.com and clicking on support us we'd really appreciate it if you did to keep up with the latest information you can sign up for our newsletter at folkonfoot.com or follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram with the handle at folkonfoot. We hope you enjoy listening to Folk on Foot just as much as we love making it. Music.